Do you love the movies? Do you miss going to the video store, acid wash, jeans, and MTV with music? I know we do. Welcome to Mike and Anthony Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Anthony. She's totally serious, ass wipe. Wow. Uh, you thought I was going to do one of the racist <laughs> quotes, didn't you? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond during which we will play the game, hopefully Yay. in the right order. And open it up. The fucking up. game, it's so fun. Every time, it's like a ride. And we're going to open it. up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also uh, point out a few generic scenes as well. And at the end of the show, we're going to rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. One can is, I'm going to just say the Donger's Night. Long Duck Dong had a pretty good night. And That's one can? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 that's great. Yeah, you're right, yeah. All right. White can is being locked in a, I don't know what that glass coffee table is. And I, I, don't you think one can is getting half your hair cut off and being raped by a dork? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. And 24 cans is uh, the donger's night, man. He raged. He's going to go back to Japan with a story. Or China. What, what is he from? We don't even know. They call him Chinese, don't they? No, yes. yeah. He's Chinese. Okay, so he's going to go back to China with a story. So this is pretty cool. And I you know, and at that time that would have been a pretty rage story. Do you wonder, Long Duck Dong, how popular he was in China? I'm guessing they Before. didn't even see it because you gotta understand the censorship level censorship that no, happened. No, 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 no. His character before he came Oh to like America. Him? Oh no, he wasn't at all. There probably was no I don't think the concept of that type of popularity existed at that time over there. So because of the way the, the suppression of things were. Right. I mean, I guess there could be. I don't know. I'm ignorant on the subject. But my guess would be he may have been popular, but not for the way he was in the United do, States. Do you think then he uh, had a lot of new customs to bring with him to teach his fellow people? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, that definitely. Definitely. Uh, maybe he helped uh, break that wall, the red wall, as they say. But before we get to all that, we just want to let you know a few things. There's a lot of ways you can suggest movies. We've told them to you in the past. Go back, listen to that. But the number one way we'd like you to do it, Anthony's going to tell you right now. Yes, please drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. And in that review, let us know what movie you'd like us to do. Yeah. That's so it. like That's say, Anthony sucks. Please do this movie. Or yes. Anthony sucks. This movie doesn't. Or whatever Anthony you want Anthony sucks say. and swallows. Do this movie. Spits and swallows. Gargle, gargle, gargle. Uh, yeah, so do that on Apple Podcasts uh, specifically because that's where I can read it. So that's, that's, that's probably... <laughs> if he could read. You know, and you know what? How about this? And it, we also have an Instagram at Mike and Anthony. If you uh, add us, you know, mention us in a comment or something like that and tell us what you want there, maybe we'll do it. I might yeah. just do that. Do I'm it. feeling generous. If you're a listener, add us if you had us. Ooh, oh, I don't know yeah. that. I don't know. That's a small list. I don't. If know. you've enjoyed <laughs> an episode, or, oh, oh, or, <laughs> that's a fairly small list. Between, I mean, I, we could count on one hand. <laughs> well, you could count on one hand because it is your hand. I get that. Ooh, oh, oh, like, oh, uh, one. <laughs> wah, wah, there's, wah. there's my girl right there. And just one more thing. We do have a website. Go there. So to pop culture. Yeah, do all that. All right. Do stuff. Do stuff. All right. 
I'm going to play something special for you. It's called the trailer. Ooh. 16 Candles, a movie about creeps, hunks, hopes, parties. This is everybody. Bodies, geeks, clicks. Yes, I'm back. So I smell. And all the terrifying things. Can I borrow your underpants for 10 minutes? That make life worth living. Classic. 16 Candles. This is getting good. Ready PG. Special sneak preview Friday and Saturday night. Check newspaper for theater information. Well, that love, was quick. Yeah, it is. It's an old TV spot, but I love those the best because it does say the like the sneak preview, you know, right, Friday and Saturday night. That was night. like quicker than 16-year-old sex. Well, it was either the 38-second one or the 2 minutes and 46-second one, which it's just that just felt like too much to me. It is. 16-year-old. 16-year-old dudes cannot go for 2 minutes and 48 seconds. There's no way. Well, it depends. I mean, nah, no. Nah. They yeah. don't have to wear the pens either. How much is how much of that is foreplay? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Are you ready, Anthony? Do you know what Hell time it is? I know what time it is. It's time for your stupid game. Game time! I mean, the no, really it's... cool game that I enjoy playing so much. It I'm is really time for the game. And the game, as you all know, is where I'm going to read Anthony three reviews. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. And all Anthony has to do is guess which one is the fake review. And he did that successfully recently, so... I did. I'm very happy for while. him. Very You're happy not. for him. You're pissed. No, I'm not. I kind of like it. Sometimes I need you to be successful so your self-esteem is better. All right, are you are you ready for this? That's not possible. Okay. <laughs> oh, man, no self-esteem. I'm sorry, bro. It's okay. Um, I'm dealing with it. All right, are you ready? Yep, go ahead. Okay. First one. Marjorie Baumgarten, Austin Chronicle, Molly Ringwald is radiant here as the eternal team looking for love. Victoria Latham, Detroit News. Aren't we all looking for our own Jake Ryan? Randy White, Common Sense Media. Racy, drunken, hilarious 80s high school comedy. And his brain fries as he thinks. Ah. He sounds like he just drank Sprite. <sighs> no, I got a Coke Zero I'm working on right here. <laughs> Woo! The All game right. has stumped him, folks. Read the last one again. Randy White, Common Sense Media. Racy, drunken, hilarious 80s high school comedy. And the second one. Victoria Latham, Detroit News. Aren't we all looking for our own Jake Ryan? God damn, I would hope not. Man, I'm going to say this is the longest he's taken in a while. This means he really is thinking people. I am thinking. I'll go with the second one. And why is that? Just because. You you don't have a... I think it's the second or third one. And why is that? I just do. I don't like your reasoning. I I hate why you pick anything. Well, give me a second here. I'm going to pull something up here. Because I'm a winner and a loser, unfortunately. All right. Because Victoria Latham is a character in a movie, so you are correct. What movie do you think it is, though? Now, there's the real game. I don't know. She goes by Vicky. Is it a porn? No, she goes by Vicky. Vicky? Yes. And it's played by... Tara Reed. Oh shit! American Pie. 
Yep. So you got it right, but not for the reasons you should. You're such a. See, it pisses me no, off. No, 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 you're a dick because you call her Victoria, and in the movie, her name is fucking Vicky. No, it says Victoria Latham when you look up the IMDb. That's the, the, the full name of the game, but they never call her that in the movie, you dimwit. Yeah, well, not my problem. The nicest thing I've called you in a while. Hey, I didn't. Uh, I didn't make the character. Okay. No, you just did the game wrong. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did the game just right. You're a dick. You just are learning. You're a dick. Um, but you won, so shut the fuck up. I don't care. You still have to argue it. <laughs> All right, so... And then you have I to say, you. well, you shouldn't have won because of this. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready? Fuck you. Do your thing. Now I'm ready. All right, so I want to mention real quick, um, this movie actually is by request. Oh, was it? Yep. My friends Matt and Christy, apparently oh. it's a, a friend of theirs requested it, is what they said, so... I'm assuming it's more of a friend of Christie's because I don't think Matt gives a shit because Arnold Schwarzenegger's not in this. Is that his thing? And th- that's that's his that's his action movie hero. Get to the chopper. I'll give exactly. him an Arnold there. Exactly. Yeah. There's your Arnold, Matt. Hope you enjoyed that. So yeah, no, they asked. We'd had a request. I'm for this. having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So here we go. Here's our breakdown by the numbers. Directed by John Hughes and starring Molly Ringwald, Anthony Michael Hall, Michael Schofling, Haviland Morris, Giddy Watanabe. Getty Watanabe. There you go. All right. Getty Wakanda. I think that's how you uh, say it. Paul Dooley, Carlin Glenn, Blanche Baker, and Justin Henry. 16 Candles was released on May 4th, 1984, <laughs> taking in $23.6 million at the box office against a $6.5 million budget. It scores 7.0 out of 10 on IMDb and 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. Amazing. You know what amazes me? You say that. I I uh I don't see how it took 6.5 million to make this. It must have been cuz well, uh Molly Ringwald hadn't blown up yet. Uh Anthony Michael Hall hadn't blown up yet. Hey, they did a lot of set damage to that house. <laughs> Now that's weird. And hey, science. guess what? The grill alone on that Rolls Royce costs five grand. Do you have five grand? I don't have five grand. To rent the Rolls Royce, you're saying? There you go. I'll say weird science. They did a lot of set damage to a house. Not they this did. one. <laughs> and that's the one where we're talking uh, that should be expensive to do. And it was. I just wanted to look it up. It was more expensive than this movie. So there you go. I'm sure it was. <laughs> it's crazy. That's crazy. They, no, hey, they, yeah, they totaled a car too. They did. They did, but no, well, that we know. Well, yeah, well, the, you talk about the red one that the two are getting it on at Jake's party outside. No, Grandpa's automobile in a big lake, but we don't. We never big seen lake. it go in the big lake. So yeah, we but we know. see it crash into another car when they pull up to the house. That's the red car is the one that got totaled when that car hit but it, it. Also fucked up. The, there's two cars that got fucked up. Yeah, but that his boat didn't get messed up nearly as bad as that little whatever it was. I'm trying to help you understand where the budget went. Oh, okay. How many times did they shoot that scene? And they had to get a new car each time. There you go. See? <laughs> See? That's that's what it is. Oh, man. Yeah, what was the Rotten Tomatoes again? Uh, 81. That's pretty good for this movie. I mean... You got to understand to be in the nineties back in the eighties, is really hard. That's really good movie. And, but I think this is a good movie. 
But, you know, I think maybe it's 81 because, you know, when you look at Rotten Tomatoes, they take into consideration all critics and even critics who re-review it later. So mm-hmm. as this movie has aged, I'm sure it would have been a 99 in the 80s. And as it aged and people looked at some of the things, it was like, well, that didn't look right. I don't think it would have been a 99 in the 80s, considering it only made 23 million bucks. Well, that's an interesting. I think not this blockbuster. But it what you say that, I but say this that. movie was has a had a bigger landing than it did a box office number. Like, like if you were to ask me movies that I remember from the eighties, that there are many that did more money than this that we have forgotten, right? Because that's what I'm saying. This is a bigger imprint. You, the the money doesn't matter, and I think it's because the rise of HBO and the rental market. Right. Yeah, this movie. Just, you know, we all watched it on HBO when it came on there because it didn't take long. It's not getting a Madden 99 rating. It's no (laughs) Madden 99 rating, you're saying? What would get a Madden 99 rating? (laughs) Something with more nudity done in a tasteful way. Oh, I thought you were going to actually bring up a really good movie like Raging Bull or some shit, but no, you're not even going to. No, wasn't going to do that. Okay. (laughs) Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's not when I was doing this. Oh, I can't even think of what it was. It recommended some horror movie trailer to me when I was looking at the 16 candles one. I forget what it was. Rectum ended. What? Or did your mic just cut? It must've cut because I sound like you said rectum (laughs) ended, which again, I don't need to know about that movie. Have you ever been on the rectum ended side of the dog? Right. (laughs) <laughs> did you ever ever have your rectum ended by someone oh that's that's gotta be awful oh but let's talk about 16 candles yeah let's do that the thing with this movie is, is that, and, I, and i have a note here i don't think that we can speak very well to the phenomenon of turning 16 especially the the female perspective and in particular back then yeah it was it it's been always different than the male version of things. Well, for a guy like your 16th birthday, all that is to you is a driver's license. That's what you associate with it. That's pretty much it. That's that's the that's so weird how to be able to have sex in the car. Yeah, that's that's all we care. Uh it's freedom to get away from the house to have sex in a car. But but that's the thing, you know, you and I say that cuz that's a perspective that we shared. But then we watch this movie and we see her obsessing over her breast size. And we see this in other movies of the 80s. Did they really do that? Or is this just a a phenomenon of the movies making us think that? Because I really don't believe girls care as much about that as we do. Oh, I I do. You do? Don't care about as as much about what? Like like their physical... I mean, they, they, they have body dysmorphia. I don't want to say that they don't think of their bodies and how they look in them. But what I'm saying is I don't think they sexualize themselves the way we do. And I think they like they don't think of their breast size as, uh, man, I wish I had bigger breasts so Jake Ryan knows me. I think they think of it more as, I wish I had the body I think I should, you know, not, you know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. the, the 80s would make us think all they cared about was getting bigger breasts so they could get dudes. And right. that's, that seems like not what they would do. 
<laughs> like care about, in my opinion. What? Who would care about girls or guys? Girls back then. Okay. Guys care. Yeah, but girls right. don't. But like when they turn sixteen, I doubt they're sitting there going, "Man, my cup size has gone up to a C now," or you know, like I don't I, think I, that's. I don't know the answer to that. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why I want to know. Like like it was it really that way. Or did the movies make it feel that way? And so girls latched on, like, you know, like, was it a byproduct of what happened in a movie? You know, a kind of weirdness that that I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, I've never understood that. Well, I'm going to tell you, I don't know if we're sitting here saying most girls felt that way or didn't feel that way. This is just a movie that's a story about a girl that did. Yeah, true. So accept it for that. That is so true. That is, that is that is so weird. That you're her right. Story. That is her story, and we'll get into that. Okay, okay. Because I she's want to talk seeing well, her crush's girlfriend naked in the shower. She knows what she's up against. Yeah, we that's saw her what naked I got to compete with. <laughs> but see, and as a guy, you and I think totally differently on that. We don't go, oh, because that one's there. All the other ones don't matter, right? Like, like, like. Well, no. My point is, like, she thinks because there's the presence of this person that he's with that that she doesn't have a chance. But she, guys are very simple. We don't. Doesn't a lot of times it doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> we can just like the girl. <laughs> I was really starting to wonder where you're going with this. <laughs> you know, like, like we're very base. Like, if a girl shows up in front of us and they're really nice to us, that's probably the girl we're gonna like. We're not, we're not like going, oh, but I want the one that looks like she came out of a Playboy ad that's in the bathroom taking a shower right now. We're not thinking that. We're thinking very simple. I fucking can't wait for your wife to listen to this episode. Why? Because this is the one she's got to finally listen to. Why? That's you honest. just fucking said. No, nah, that's honest. We're very simple, basic people, um, especially at that age. At that age, particularly, we're very easy to, to win over. We don't. We're not. We're not very well developed emotionally, where we really only have one thought on our brains. Well, and okay. you're you're saying that about we more like we, you, and me because we were not popular. Well, yeah, I guess that's the difference. I guess it wasn't Jake Ryan popular. We were, no. if we were Jake Ryan. We probably have a whole other moral compass. We don't. And we didn't drive Jake a Ryan, Porsche. I guess Jake Ryan was real. He ain't acting like that. No, he, driving a Porsche to school. I mean, and yeah, wanting a sophomore with no boots. Oh gosh, just uh, that. Those touches of that are just like so yes. Bad. I've got this is my girlfriend, but I want the sophomore that's built like Michael Sarah. But but let's think. But let's think how he why he wanted the sophomore. Okay. Because she I takes a... Why, I don't know why he wanted the sophomore other than the sex test. But That's he, my point. No, 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 no. He was staring at her before that, though. He was gawking at her before I get that. that happened. So he already wanted her before that, even though he knew nothing about her. Yeah, but but, it but we don't know what he's thinking because he could be just I'm a weird... All I got out of that is I dig redheads. That's it. And then, then. But then once she takes the dumb sex test, which... I will have to say that must, is that real too? Did girls do that in past the, the note passing the way shit they did it? That's oh, yeah. real. I'm sure. That's real. Yeah, it is. But what is in the contents? Like, like 
there's mysteries of the universe that I we'll don't never know. know. I know. And we'll never know. It's like, <laughs> what happened to all those fucking notes? Every last one of them didn't survive the eighties. You're right. My gosh. Why didn't we not save one that had the check? Yes or no. Or the, the dumb quizzes or, you know, like we wasted opportunities of our youth. I think it was just, I, I think it was like uh unspoken rule. This message will self-destruct. Yeah, it was very Mission Impossible. It must be destroyed. Burn after reading. But that's why, and that's why it was so dangerous that dumbass fell asleep in class and Jake Ryan picks it up. And then the whole reason he now puts on the full court press is because he, like you said, he digs redheads. (laughs) Sophomore redheads at that. Right. (laughs) And that's unfortunate because she's looking for a real relationship. Or is she? Sophomore, flat-chested, redheads, that live on carrots to try and boost their. He wants her to be his little bunny rabbit. Now I want to go back to something that I forgot to talk about is that when this movie starts, they do a little montage of like high school life. It feels like they look around at everything. And I love all the little touches, the little hands in each other's back pockets. Yeah. How they how people held hands writing on themselves. Um, and what they were wearing. And, and I was thinking like, you know, one of the things I always like to wonder is did all those things already exist in high school in the sense that they went and found it or did they create a lot of trends because they put it in a movie or, or were they very small pieces of a high school experience? And all of a sudden, because they put it here, it became like, I think that's, I, I think that's stuff that already was there. Okay, because I, I don't know. Like, I wasn't in high school at that time. You don't I know because was... you never put your hand in somebody's back, back butt pocket. I have done that. Not to yourself. I meant to another person. Yes, to another person. Who hasn't done that? Have you no never gone No way. Up? You lie. My goal is to get my hands in the my girl's pocket as much as possible. Front or back pocket? <laughs> all, ba- all pockets. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Because right, I'm affectionate that way. I don't know about you. You want to get them recommended? Yeah, rectum. I'm getting recommended. Recommended in your back pocket. Recommended in your back pocket. No, that's you know, that's a good uh, that that's a nice touch though. Seeing all those little things. Some of that, you know, the funny thing is, is like you and I are talking about how notes existed. Our, our high school experience is a little later. I started high school in the '80s. 89 that's when i started high school i started walking in the 80s <laughs> so for me you know so you know some of that stuff did carry over um some of the fashion and things didn't carry over as much six seven years later Some, you know some did some didn't because the and i was going to talk about this anyways but john hughes around around that time 89 90 i think lost touch of what he did well in the eighties. It started going kid movie, you know? And so we didn't really have the, we didn't have that voice that they had in the mid eighties with him. Um, It's carried over and we all love those movies, obviously, but the, but in 89, uh, the next year he put out home alone. And after that, it was like downhill. We're talking curly Sue, Beethoven. Um, We're talking the kid, the baby's day out. I think is another one. Like he went to the kid thing. So, so while we had some of that stuff, he didn't, we didn't have that voice anymore that said, Hey, do this. 
and that's kind of strange how how like that worked out. Was what was his last teen movie? Teen movie? Some kind of wonderful moment. I have him up. I have I have the Google machine up here. Hold on. 80, 90, national. Teen movie. I don't know. She's having a baby was a bomb in 88. Yeah, that wasn't the bomb. That was a bomb. A bomb. Before that, his last, some kind of wonderful was in 87. And that was um, a decent movie, but still not mega. That was Ferris Bueller's Day Off was the big one. The last really big cultural touchstone because after that i mean i don't you and i have a different perspective and and i'm gonna list some of these movies off for john hughes and you and i are gonna have a different love of it than other people but obviously home alone comes out or christmas vacation comes out one of my favorites right Mm -hmm. that's 19 that's a 1989 also uncle buck that was a great one not a teen movie more of a kid movie right um the great no it was both that was both yeah, kind of, but it, but it, but it was Macaulay Culkin really, st- you know, still. No, it was more about the older sister. The Great Outdoors, he wrote that. And that was more of a family movie, wasn't uh, just a teen movie. Um, and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was in 87. That was the same as some kind of... So so right there, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, She's Happy Baby, Great Outdoors, Uncle Buck, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Home Alone. Now, this one is kind of a teen movie. But wasn't very popular, and I know you and I love it. It is career opportunities. Yes, you and I love that movie, but that was not a popular movie by any chance. That's like, but that's to me. That's he not even wrote it. He didn't direct it, by the way. He wrote. That's it. not a teen movie. That's like end of your teens movie. That's like just got out of high school loser trying right. to find his direction movie. Got exactly. It. You know, the town liar. But great movie. I mean, great if movie. if if there's one thing you get out of this podcast. Watch that movie because you're going to see what Jennifer Connelly in a very early role before Maverick, obviously, and, and before, uh, Frank Wally or Whaley, however you pronounce his name. It's really before good. Her it. Breast reduction, I'm assuming. Is that, did she have one? I don't my gosh. know. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but I have to say, career opportunities like holy shit. So, and she what, had a breast reduction, or that tank top was five sizes too small for her in that movie. Correct, man. She's hot in that movie. Then and that was in nineteen uh, nineteen ninety one, um, and then he does only the lonely, which I'm not familiar with as a producer, but he writes Dutch, and that is probably the last movie I would say you could somewhat even say, kind of. But even then, that's not like teen movie. And then after that, it's seriously downhill for me. Beethoven, Home Alone two, Dennis the Menace, Baby's Day Out, Miracle on Forty Thirty Fourth Street, Hundred One Dalmatians, Flubber. I mean. Just, and he's writer on all these. He's not even the director anymore. He's not, the last movie he directed before that was Curly Sue, which my wife loved that movie, but it was kind of a, not a flop. I mean, it, it made money, but not like, not like, you know, you'd expect. All right. So anyway, 16 Candles. Well, no, we're talking about, this is John Hughes's. The longest okay. fucking tangent ever. But you can't talk about 16 Candles, and we've already done Breakfast Club. You can't without talking about John Hughes. Because okay, it's his effect. My, but this one, now what makes this movie great is it's really his first teen movie. And you were asking when was the last one. So when we look at to, to his mark, 84, 16 Candles, then Breakfast Club, uh, Weird Science, 
Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Some Kind of Wonderful, and She's Having a Baby. Those are all the teen movies, and the last one came out in 88. So in a four-year span, he pretty much invented this concept. He encompassed the entire teen 80s movement. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. And I, But I think what's sad about it, though, is I feel this is probably, other than, I think, well, I think it got better, but I like this one a lot more than, like she's having a baby and some kind of wonderful, I think, and pretty in pink. I think this is the one he got it right. Breakfast club and Ferris Bueller's day off. You're asking me the three that got it right are those. And then the other ones, some were good. Like weird science is good, but you know, it's not like great. I'd say as far as teen movie capturing teens. Yeah. It's going to be in high school. It's going to be breakfast club, 16 candles and some kind of wonderful. Okay. What about Fer- you don't think Ferris Bueller's Day Off is? No. Well, he's kind of a yeah. It's a bigger than life character, but it's a great movie. It's that's yeah, I get it. Ferris Bueller. It. It's like Boss Baby, but better. <laughs> a live better. action Boss Baby. A better version. Okay, I want to get to a six pack because I forgot to mention earlier we were talking about the sex quiz. That actually was one of my six packs, and I forgot to say it. All right. So just wanted to put it out there, and I want to go to a next one. I got another one right off the bat, and it's when we're in that house and they're all getting ready to go, there is one bathroom for that whole family. That's a six yeah, pack. What the hell? That's very realistic though. It to is most households back right. then. Like we didn't have a bathroom per person. We didn't. <laughs> it was, you had to wait and that kind of sucked. So, but I like it, I, but it made me nostalgic. So I gave it six pack. Okay. Did, did you have this situation growing up? Yes, Absolutely. Okay. Because I know we didn't have en suites in the older houses that we bought, you know, and you might, you might have had two bathrooms if you're we lucky. We had one bathroom and it was fucking tiny. Yeah. If like you're lucky, you had bathroom, a bathroom and a powder room. Our bathroom had a shower in it, but our bathroom was probably like the size of a half bath. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, you know. So, you had to suck it in while you turned around in the shower. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that was, but that to me was very nice. I mean, the decor on that house, let's get real here. Fucking wallpaper again. <laughs> it's, it's so awful. And those weird uh, fish like oh, things, like plate looking things that were on the wall behind the, ca- they had the lobster and the, Crab or something. Like collect- collectible plates? Yeah, it looked funky. I don't know what's going some, on with that. Some, you know, some may go up in value. That's true. You know, if you had one of those and you could prove its provenance to the movie. Nah. And it could be a maybe that's a preview of what we want to take. <laughs> maybe Anthony wants some of that shit. He wants Ooh. that wallpaper in his room down here oh, in yeah. his basement. I was gonna say it's funny, um like Molly Ringwald's room. Yeah. So boring. Her friend, when she calls her on the mm-hmm. phone and it shows her room, I'm like, now that's a kick-ass 80s girl's room. Well, she was a little hipper, remember? Right there. She her was room with was it. Awesome. She's probably had the sex. She she's... probably has had the sex, yes. So she's cooler and her room can be edgier. <laughs> she's not all pink and, and uh, you know, she has to be a little bit more uh, darker. <laughs> it's that. I bet that's what they thought when they made that. And then, but you know, you also have to remember the setting that they're going to put 
later on in that movie is the grandpa and grandma are going to be in that room. So it'd be really weird yeah. if they were, although it might, it might've been comedy gold for them to be sleeping in a typical teenager. So I don't know that, that that's a good one. All so right. I thought like it would have been cool to have the grandparents sleeping in her friend's room, like a bedroom like that. Yeah. yeah. Because honestly her room looked like a fucking grandparents room. Yes, it did. It, that's what I'm saying. When that's so, why I think maybe they did that, but they didn't need to. They needed to put the fish out of water con, you know, concept right, in there. Right. And they didn't. They didn't make that happen. I guess that's a. I guess that's a, a negative there. Oh my gosh! What? <laughs> Whoa! Oh man, this this movie. We're gonna get into some of the things in it, and and one of the things I wrote down here is when we meet. Um, her sister's par- fiance's parents, the bohunk, the oily bohunk. Yeah, and I find it's a fine needle for this film to thread, showing the sexism of mob guys with the girl of the month club thing, while your whole movie is slightly sexist in nature. <laughs> slightly. <laughs> well, you know. Like this, this whole movie it has a girl defining herself by getting a boy, and all the other things that happen that are so negative towards the opposite sex. I mean, it's it's it, and then but then they do the tongue in cheek to make him fun of. Oh, you can't be in the girl of the month club. Like that's a, like they're saying, yeah, that's bad. Like really, here's the like, thing with this movie. Like, there's all the bad stuff in this movie. Yes. True to life. Any of the good stuff in this movie is not. Yeah. It's yeah. Like you're right. You're, you're, you're telling lies with the, the good parts of this movie. Yeah. And what's supposed to happen. Cause it's bullshit. Yeah. 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 So I'd agree. Actually right. overemphasizes all the bad shit in this movie because that is real. The, 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 I would agree. You're right. Uh, the bad stuff is more true to what probably could have happened than the good things. And, and you know, what was it? The last one, last movie we did, Wall Street, where I was like trying to find the good guy in the movie. You know, and I said, there's no good guys in that movie except one guy. And in this movie, it's trying to find somebody who's not sexist or shallow or, you know, like you're trying to find somebody who's just a good character. And it's really hard to find, <laughs> even in this movie. I think the the father might be, but even then he forgot his daughter's birthday, right? Well, I mean, I don't know. Is Long Duck Dong the only good character in this movie? Good person? You know, while he has, while well, he likes to party, he ha- he's not done anything, well, <laughs> he does like to put, a, he has a place for his hand now. And, hand you know, now. My new style American girlfriend. Right. Wrecking the car. Now, but say, none of that was because he's racist or sexist. Let's remember that. Or, or objectifying women, which he does a little, but the car didn't wreck because of that. Maybe the other good person in this movie is Joan Cusack, and that's it. Yeah. Because she has no chance to be a dick. <laughs> she didn't say anything, really. <laughs> no, she didn't, except when she tried to get a fucking drink of water. Yeah, that's it. Get <laughs> a drink of water. <laughs> the only... Well, you know, you could, I was trying to think like, you know, Anthony Michael Hall, you know, Farmer Ted, his character is pretty good. And sometimes, but then he's still 
like he he fronts as a piece of shit, but underneath all that, he's really just a a, a kind of a geek loser that is kind of nice, right? <laughs> yeah. So why why did why did we think he had to be that kind of guy to be cool? Why can't you just like be who he is? Farmer Ted is just he doesn't have direction. I blame the parents. He doesn't have direction of where he wants to be or how he wants to get there. He knows where he wants to be. He just, you know, doesn't wants to be on top of Samantha. Right. Or under <laughs> whichever he wants to recommended her. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he just needs a little more direction, maybe like a, a class mentor, something like that, which Jake could have been you, you know, Oh really? Okay. So let's get to Jake. So, <laughs> so Jake, the mentor gets him out of the coffee table and, and asked, well, what do you think of her? And Anthony Michael Hall, our guy who we're trying to say is okay, says she has smallish tits, tits, but she smells nice. Right. <laughs> and and that's the thing you take away? Like, and you had a, and he could have said he had a really heart-to-heart conversation with her, you know, and she's really cool. And I guess he does kind of bring it back when he says, well, I'll hurt you if you do anything, I'll, or I'll find someone. But That's why I'm bigger than me whatever. to kick but your ass. Jake, though, you know, at that point, he's thinking, how am I getting to that? And then his idea is to pass his girlfriend, who's wasted, that he says he can violate Ten six different ways, ways Sunday or whatever. Ten different ways I could recommend her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I could recommend her. <laughs> and, and I think we're supposed to be implied with that, that, hey... I'm giving her to you so you can do that to her. Right. Am I, am I right? But then at the end when he pulls up, he's like, Oh fuck. They actually did. Well, parking lot. But so, what does he think is going to happen? Here, I'm, I'm just like, Jake, first of all, a couple things I want to say about this cock knocker, why she is in love with him in the first place. Other than she's attracted to him. I have no fucking clue. Again, she knows nothing about him. He knows nothing about her. They've gawked at each other weirdly so far. It's pheromones. It's pure animal. It must fucking be. Because here we have a guy, first of all, with the stupidest leading man fucking hairstyle I think I've ever seen next to Adam's or Jim Carrey. It's like Corey Hart's hairstyle. His hair is fucking stupid in this. It is so fucked up. Isn't that what Corey Hart's look like when in the and I wear my sunglasses at too. night? Corey Hart's hair was fucking stupid too. Okay. Paul <laughs> even with the goddamn sunglasses in the video. <laughs> anyway, so now you've got Jake Ryan. First of all, just letting people trash the living shit out of his house. I don't know what kind of relationship he has with his dad. The mom's not mentioned, just the dad. So I don't know if it's maybe the mom's out of the picture. So maybe dad lets him get away with some more stuff. I have no idea. But the fact that he's just looking at this shit and not even giving a fuck, just looking for like an old holes style. in the floor yeah. into the wine cellar. Still got some beer in it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a guy that, first of all, after mentioning if he wanted to violate his passed out, unconsensual girlfriend, he could. He's also willing to let a kid with no fucking license drive his dad's Rolls Royce to take her drunk ass home and then give them beer, supply beer into the car before they fucking leave. And imply that he could violate her. I think Jake that's the most Ryan important part. is a villain. He is a villain. Jake he Ryan a- does not deserve his little redheaded bunny lives on carrots at the end <laughs> of the movie. No, he doesn't. And I, the, the whole panties <laughs> thing too. 
You let me keep these. And like, is that is that his act of nobility in the whole movie? I'm gonna get I, these panties back. This one's for. I, I got a couple stuff. things for that. I got a couple All things. Right. First, I'm gonna go with the generic since we just talked about it. My question was gonna be: Did this movie back in the '80s try to low key make us uh, okay with taking advantage of drunk girls? And it's kind of a rape by deception because he tells her, "I'm him. He's me." So. She may have been so out of it that when she had sex with Farmer Ted, she didn't even know it was him. So both people are guilty. Jake's guilty of putting her in a situation, and Farmer Ted's guilty for taking advantage of it. Yep. My other thing too, and sorry, I still when they both wake up in the car and they're like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did," and he's like, "Did I enjoy it?" Like he wasn't. How the hell would he not remember that? He wasn't. Oh, he wasn't drunk at all. Yeah, he's drunk at all. That means he never did. That means he never did. We know. So. I still don't get that. I'm like, it's not like you were out of it. And I just want to say the other thing about this is that Caroline, was she such a bad character that we wanted to revel in her being taken advantage of like this? Because, you know, sometimes you root for the bad character, get some sort of comeuppance. Is this the comeuppance that she deserved? No, but the thing is, like... I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, she never was... She was never shitty, Samantha. She was never shitty to anybody. She's like the nicest fucking person. She just liked to have a good party and show off. She's just a different person when she's drunk. Yeah, that's all. As most of us are. We are. Like, okay. I, I know I am. I get really handsome when other people are drunk. That's a fact. You get more handsome when you're drunk, I'm sure. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I've seen when, that. When I'm drunk, sometimes I just stare in the mirror. <laughs> I'm like, I'll never look better than this. Now, I do have a six pack uh, because you mentioned the panties and yes. her donating her panties. But I'm giving a six pack to the fact that Samantha went commando. All night. That's Pretty a much. good one, man. I wish I had stolen that. She went commando all night, bro. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Never thought of that before. I'm sitting there thinking, well, shit, she didn't have her panties on probably until she got home and was laid down in bed and her father kissed her goodnight. Right. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> now, I can never watch this movie the same way again. Now you know After, every scene. From the dance forward, no. It's all different now. <laughs> it's a different movie, man. Oh, man. And she had a dress on, too. Yes, I know. So, uh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a second generic. And it's because there is racism in this movie. Just a, and that's, just a scotch. That's, I'm just going to call that the generic. But there's some specific discussions that I want to look at. One of them is from Samantha... And her friend, when they're talking, the black guy, pink guy discussion, that was kind of low-key racist. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, no, like it was so disgusting that it could have been a black guy. No, pink. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was pretty bad. Black trans am, pink guy. Yeah. And then Um, the long duck dong, just, you know, they were kind of racist to him, but then he is weird. So they see the weird Chinaman. Or Chinese guy, but but he was uh, but they said burn the sheets and mattresses, you know, because he had slept on them. And then there's yeah, many times in the movie they say fag and the you know right yeah. So they do say this movie has some warts. It does some pretty genital warts for sure. Pretty bad. Yeah, burn give. the sheets and mattresses because like a Chinese exchange student slept in your bed. That seems pretty. <laughs> excessive. I give uh, one of my six packs. I haven't given any yet. Go ahead. Just because I, I don't know why I just 
still find this fucking funny. Two things, actually. Yeah. When they're driving around in the car, Wong Duck Dong. Yeah. And they've got the drive through burger place tray in the window still. Oh, yeah. I just still fucking love that. <laughs> and it's still there when he it's drops her off. There. But no, they come screechy to a halt, and there's still stuff sitting on top of it. Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I love that. Another one, and it's just like, it's not super funny. It's just like a scene that I always remembered as a kid. I was like, what the hell? When they're doing the pull-ups. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just, <laughs> it pans down, they're just standing there. I think they had their knee, their, their, they were doing it with their knees, you know, from their knees before. But So that's what I thought when I saw that. I never thought they were just faking oh, no. pull-ups. Because they seem to be bros, you know. Bros. Workout bros. bros. <laughs> I'll go with another six-pack. You know, the, the, the evening is really interesting. You know, when the nerds go to the party and they knock over the cans... Uh-huh. Obviously, we see what happens to Anthony Michael Hall. They put him in the in the coffee table in the coffee table. But one of my six pack is the nerds in the trunk later on. Yes. Here's what I want to know: What happened that these rough dudes now treat them so nice and gentle when they drop them off? What happened between? I want to know. I want to know what. I don't either. <laughs> What's what kind of world did we miss? <laughs> I don't know. Did they just teach him to play D and D, and they're like, "But we still got to drop you off like punks," or? But or nicely. did they just drive all over town with them in the trunk over the roughest terrain they could find? Or they like dudes, and they had these dudes who might be into dudes. Um, I don't know. You're going recommended, it, aren't you? Recommended, recommended. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, we don't know what happened, and whatever it is, they had a better relationship where those dudes did not want to beat them up or kill them, and were kind of nice to them on how they took I, them out. I don't, yeah, I don't know what they did. I just feel like they dropped them off at the end because maybe enough was enough. Yeah, cops to come after them, so they're going to at least take them home. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I've got. I'm going to go. I got. Do you have more six packs? I still have one. I'll hold off, but. I do have a, a generic, and it's yeah. still, it still it bugs me when they don't wreck it, wreck it. But when uh, in the Rolls Royce, after you oh. know, she kisses him and he goes off the road and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene where they cut to the car actually going off the road, the fucking stunt doubles in that car are awful. Are like fifty something years old. Yeah, you know, and like movie magic really, sometimes isn't as magical as we not at all. Well, you couldn't have done better than that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Or you couldn't have done a rear shot of it instead of a like, head-on. The stunt double looks older in that movie than Anthony Michael Hall does today. <laughs> oh yeah. And I got. I want to go with my uh, last six-pack, and it's and it is Long Duck Dong at the end when he when the grandparents confront him, and he goes. No more Yankee on my wanky. <laughs> Don't get any food. Don't get any. But my favorite thing, and I probably, I can never say this word normal anymore. Every time I hear the word, I've got to say it this way. Automobile. Automobile. I say it that way. If you listen to me, I've done that. If I say yeah. automobile, I'll say automobile. <laughs> I can never say it normal. Big Lake. <laughs> do, you, do you say it normal? Do you, or do you do that too? Do you hear that every time you hear that word? Not every time, but 
my brain just can't turn it off it's, many times. <laughs> you know, there's another thing that like this still bugs me, and I don't know if this was in an extended cut that I've never seen. Yeah. But when Jake shows up to the house and Wong Duck Dong answers the door, it's like you beat up my face, you kicked me in the nuts. Like when did this you happen? Grab my dick, or you grab? Yeah, like. Oh, I, I there, there's a deleted scene we didn't see, obviously. Exactly. It's like where he grabs still, Jake's dick. No fucking sense. It may have well, you, well, do you want to know what do you think the rating is on this movie? The rating PG 13? PG. So really? I'm guessing. Yeah, no joke. Look it up. Uh it's it's PG. So I'm guessing if they would have, I don't know, had a dick grabbing rather than just tits, PG 13 or R. I don't know. What is that the right. one thing you grab someone's dick? Does it go from PG to R like that? Right, but you can still talk about violating a passed out drunk girl. And you, what you saw in the locker room. And I heard, I, you know, I'm just saying this movie, I, I love the movie, but it's just, it has some things you're like, how did they let that go? How did they let that go, man? I mean, there's some things how they let that go. And then there's other things. Why the fuck did they do it? I don't know, but I figured out this. I think one of these uh, Fridays, I'm going to surprise you and I'm going to pull a Jake on you and like be waiting for you when you walk out of somewhere with my car, sitting on my car. And I'm going to and I'm going to play the music with the needle drop back into whatever fucking building I just walked out of. (laughs) I I just want to pull the Jake on you when you don't suspect it, man. I do. Wouldn't that be funny? No. Oh, come on, man. And they see no like, this fun. is that's where we're getting into stalking. That's not stalking. That's, that's stalking. It's love. Jake loved her. That's I. You stop saying that about me. I didn't say that. I said Jake loved her. And you want to reenact the whole thing? I'm not sitting on a fucking table, Indian style, with you across from a cake. Oh well, I don't know. It depends on the cake. I mean, you I are not getting my panties. Oh yes, yes. Oh yeah, he returned her panties. That's correct. How disgusting is that? Man, I can understand. Now we didn't talk about that. Do, do you think a dollar was too much to look at a girl's panties back then? I Considering don't know. you had the whole Sears catalog, but you're talking about this group of freshmen. Oh yeah, yeah, true. You I'll mean, <laughs> and they're still warm. If you want to touch them, no. <laughs> that, like in their minds, it's probably going to be a good fifteen to thirty years before they actually see another pair in real life. That's true. So, <laughs> well, we saw what happened later when um, Caroline got in the car and her. Stuff was exposed. Farmer Ted almost went off there, you know, doing his little thing. He definitely uh, saw a little more than he needed to. Like I said, Caroline, I think, is the worst treated person in this movie Mm -hmm. and was one of the nicest people in this movie. She didn't do anything. She was kind of a popular person, but, but it wasn't like she was... Through it, like she didn't go up to people who weren't popular and go, "Oh, you're awful." It wasn't like we've seen in other movies, right? Like where that person is a dick, really is a dick. But you know, th- this one, this one, she wasn't, and she got nothing she deserved. Although I will say, her and Farmer Ted look like they might have a relationship. But is that how they needed to find that? I don't know. I don't know. see. You know, it's funny. Is uh, I really feel like right there at that moment when they were kissing. Yeah, like right there, we actually needed the same speech from Anthony Michael Hall that we got in the Breakfast Club. What's it going to be like on Monday? 
Oh, like, you're consider right. us friends. Do you think? But this came before that. Do you think? I know. I'm saying it's like the same thing. Like it makes you wonder. Is it still if real did this on movie Monday? And was like, these people have to go to school on Monday, and I wonder if he had that brain thought. Like, what's it going to be like for these people on Monday? And right. then said, "Well, let me write a movie about it." I mean, it makes you wonder if that's the germination of an idea. I do that. Although I want to say one thing about the Caroline Farmer Ted thing is I think we were present for Caroline's low point and self-realization when she was a te- like, I think we saw her going, man, in her mind, trying to race through how she doesn't like how things ended up. And she's kind of at a low point. I think that's what we saw there. A very, very low point. Mm-hmm. And who knows what will happen from there. I don't know. I don't think they would be together. I think she's moving and leaving the school. I mean, right now she's making decisions while she's hungover. So, yeah, it's all subject to change. Yeah. Maybe we're taking it too seriously. Maybe we just need to look at it and say, hey, it was OK. Everything was just all in good fun. Right. I can't do that. I know what uh, you said. You had a oh, final geez. six pack. What is it, man? Oh. No, I was going to say. Uh, like. My six pack, it has to be Farmer Ted. Yeah. I mean, like Long Duck Dong was, you know, there was a lot of, provide a lot of funny moments. Farmer yes. Ted, I mean, King of the Dipshits. Yes. Like your quintessential dork hero. Uh, he's not a really good dancer, though. I don't know. I never saw myself like him, but he was like. It's funny though. Like, I mean, just when you you pan down the row of geeks against the wall, yeah, and then you come to Farmer Ted, who is like Napoleon syndrome because he's the shortest one in the fucking line. He's their leader. He's yeah, dressed like Kmart cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, what we call Gap cool now, probably. Right. So. But yeah, Kmart. He cool. He's wearing ponies. <laughs> annoyingly cool, I guess. You know, I mean, the fact that, like, just he's, you know, he has no fear, unless he thinks he's going to get his ass kicked. That's true. But then here he is, with Jake at his house, fixing him a cocktail, talking man to man with him. Yeah, he's not intimidated, is he? Right. He, I mean, he he can be beat up, and he knows that, but he doesn't get intimidated with conversation. Now, that's kind of nice. That is kind of nice. A good quality of his that he he'll go into any conversation and situation. I mean, and he does that multiple times. Obviously, he's he does it on the bleachers when he gets blown off. <laughs> he tries it on the dance floor. You know, tries it on the bus. He 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 he's he's very persistent that way. You know, and that's kind of nice. And he at least tries. To do things the right way. He should have been a goonie. He never says should that. Should have been a goonie. <laughs> should have been a goonie. All right. Did you put, did you call all, gave all your six packs, all your generics? I have. Is there anything we're missing on this? If, if uh, like, if I could give, if I was going to give another generic, the whole fucking marriage, the wedding, the bride, the groom. Oh yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Fuck all of them. Like I'm, like other the oily bow hunk literally other than the fact that it's based you know because the in-laws are there just the wedding being catalyst for that and him picking her up in front of the church yeah Those fucking people need to burn in hell 
Uh, yeah. Your sister, <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry, but like, I, here's another thing where you, you talk about John Hughes. Was he accurate or is he just making, uh, you know, like pushing this onto us that this is what girls felt like back then? What, yeah, yeah. Know. What what, but, what is real? What's not? What real? I am wondering is John Hughes, where did you get the idea that PMS or your period is a crippling disease that'll ruin a marriage can't function. <laughs> well, that's it. It's like uh, people, but it's I, the, I, I, I just, I feel like he doesn't even know anything about it. He's I like, think it's oh a microcosm of this movie, right? It, it's the relaxers. sexual obsession of the movie, right? It's all sexual obsession from Samantha wanting to have sex with Jake. And that's the only person she wants to Jake saying, Oh, well, she's interested in me and she's a redhead. I think I might hit that to, you know, everyone, to to all to the sexual obsession that, no, that, no, that's I'm, going I'm on. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying the fact that it seems like John Hughes doesn't understand how PMS and cramps work. I get it. But the point is, is that that he they, but when you're obsessed with the sexual nature of things and you're about to have a wedding and then one thing people say you always do on your wedding night is sex, but you have but you're menstruating that. All of a sudden, that seems like something debilitating to a person who builds that up as the most important thing well, in all matter. these relationships. That's, it doesn't matter because she took muscle relaxers. I know, and that's my they point. Like, what's a muscle it. relaxer do for that? They can still know. recommended it. Yeah, they could have. It's all good. But that's my point. When someone builds that up as the only thing that matters in all these relationships, I'm thinking that's why it became so central to that. To that situation. It's the thing. Then you've got Jake, though, who apparently it doesn't matter to him because he's not looking for that. Well, that's what he says. That's what but he says. Only, but, but he reads the sex. He didn't look at the sex quiz and go, man, I wish she wasn't after me for my sex. I honestly. He like, didn't say that, did he? Is it, do you think it's. It, it, Jake he is, says that, but he knows he's, he's got a sure I thing. A meaningful relationship, or is he just sick of fucking the same girl? I think that's. I think he, he just does a challenge. I don't. I don't think he likes who's having sex with it anymore. But I want to go over one thing here. We're talking about the the oily bohunk. You know the the wedding. Do you know who the oily bohunk is? Yes. It's John Capellos. He was the janitor in Breakfast Club. Yes. But I just want to say I was looking, and this guy is a that guy of movies. Oh, he totally is. Um, when you look at the movies he's been in, he's in Tootsie, Class, Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club, Weird Science. Let's see what else do we got. I had nothing in common. Roxanne, Vibes. Oh, he's in Mr. Destiny, isn't he? What year was that? 91? No, it doesn't show him in that. He's not? Nope. Nope. He was in Man Trouble. Let's see. The Craft. Um, he was in that. I mean, just so many. Legally Blonde. I mean, I can keep going. Like, he's in so many freaking movies and television shows. He pops up in a lot of meaningful, meaningful things over that time. And that to me is what's really strange is that that guy, he's just, he's, I don't think he's ever had a main character like where he's like, where that's been in a big movie. Like I don't think he's ever been in a main character. where like, Oh, I can't believe he's the guy in this movie, but just thought that was interesting that he's one of those people that are like that guy that's in that thing. You know, I saw. Yes. He is very familiar. Very, very familiar. Very All right. That's, is that it? Are we done? I think we're done. I mean, I think it's time to blow out the candles. I mean, we didn't mention the poltergeist lady. We didn't. With her water sound, whatever that is. Once again, not understanding women. I don't know why they sound like water in this movie to him. 
I don't. <laughs> I think that's more of the director not understanding what that. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean when she's like slushing around. I don't understand it. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? She just she just needs a drink. Yeah, so say it. I, is it because she's an alcoholic and we're hearing her bottle slush around, or Maybe. is it? I I can't figure it out. There's no background on that character, and we just hear it. So there you go. got a hot water bottle stash somewhere. Are you ready to rate this up? I am. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> okay. So John Hughes has done some iconic movies. We all know this. We revere them. They are amazing. This movie, it, it obviously is. It sticks in your head after you see it. It's very memorable. There is a ton going on here. Yes. At the same time, any fucking message in this movie that you get, you should disregard because it's bad. It is very, (sighs) very fucking problematic in so many ways. We've touched on several of them, but there's still more. But wait, there's more. But wait. So, again, I mean, based on, you know... Really liking the movie when I was a kid, enjoying you know the casting of it, things like that. I do like that about the movie, but there's so much. It's just fucking cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 13, and only because it should have wow. been at least PG-13. Wow, man, I thought I, you'd be higher than that. Uh, no, I mean, I'd have to be <laughs> high to give it a higher score than that. <laughs> well, that's funny. I'm not high at all. But I will say that there is a lot of things to not appreciate um, when it comes to subject matter in this movie. Like I said, how we treat Chinese people. We don't need to burn our sheets if they stay over. Just thought I'd let you know. Yeah, we don't. (laughs) You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Um, Just because a girl likes to have a good time and dress up and have fancy parties, you don't have to let her get raped. That's true. I got one more generic after you give your review. Sorry, I just don't want to forget. Oh, no, throw it in now. Just throw it in now. The fucking grandma smoking the cigarette while she's oh oh, oh yeah and, and, and waiting for that ash to fall. Yeah, I mean, probably the most innocent people in this movie were the grandparents. Honestly, um, her with her little cigarette and we didn't even fucking mention she's got her boobies and they're so perky. Oh, oh yeah, Shit. we failed. Oh, yeah, being felt up by your grandparents. Although, see, once again, I think you and I don't understand the sixteen-year-old girl thing, and we don't understand how relatives treat them and. We don't have the perspective of how, uh, you know, because girls from a young age get objectified and treated probably poorly. Well, no shit. I've never had a grandparent scratch my crotch when they saw us growing pubes. So I don't think we get that. But I'm just going to say there's a lot of things that are negative. But this movie, I don't know. When I was a young boy, around 10 years old, I got to see. I just want to point out, I, I didn't mean that my grandparents ever actually did see that I had grown pubes. I want to make sure I mentioned that. Oh, okay. that never happened. I don't think we have we, any of us thought that. I think we all okay. thought it was a bit. We all thought it was a joke. After I said it, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I don't want to put that out there. My grandparents looked at my dick. Yeah. <laughs> they but, it. But no, um, when it comes to this movie, there's so many bad things that are there, but there's so many good things for my memories. Like when I was 10 years old and this came on HBO, you know, Sing a girl's underwear is kind of nice. Twice in the same movie and saw one of them naked. 
You're that was kind of good. For all the wrong reasons, aren't you? I've just that's <laughs> not the reason I'm rating it high, but I'm very nostalgic to it, and I feel that if you strip away all of the rapiness of it and the racism of it, the story could have been done a little better. But it's such a good memory for me. This movie—that's the you, sad part about it. If you strip away the rapiness and the racist stuff in this movie, you get about a thirteen-minute movie. And and I'm going to rate this fairly high, people. And here's the thing: I I know it has some bad shit in it. But just like Anthony had some nostalgia goggles for some other movie, I thought we did. I, and, and I'll give you that. Okay. Yep. I have a little bit of nostalgia goggles here. Now I don't have them to the tune of a Breakfast Club score ever. Uh, but uh, I'm going to give it a 19. 19, okay. Because and and I'll tell you what I'm going to rate it that more for its impact on culture than its actual content. Let's say that because okay. its impact is extreme. So you're saying it led to more rapes and poor treatment of foreign people. I'm sure it did <laughs> in movies because people it, thought that more so that than learning how to draw a heart on your fucking knee. You know, when we were talking earlier, what's funny is about how John Hughes quit doing teen movies somewhere around 88, mm-hmm. really. And, you know, what do you think the next big teen movie was after that? Can you name it? After 88? Yeah, the next big teen movie that was a big hit and a sensation. Hold on, let me think here for a second. And I'm not talking Heathers. That wasn't a big hit and a sensation. Yeah. Although it is to me. I watched the musical. Amazing. Big teen. I mean, I, I can get it faster than you're thinking of it. I know. Go ahead. You love it. I'm sure I do. I'm just trying to think of what it could be. It's obvious. Clueless? That's it. All right. Clueless is the next time a mainstream teen movie came out that had the impact that any one of these had. So think about that. That's that's just, you know. So that's why I'm saying his impact in, in that time, 19 all day. What does that put it? Where does that put it? That's a 16. All right. So what is, what is just as good as this? Just as I'm finding 16 here. The program. That's is a good 16. movie. I thought I gave it a little less though. The program? Yeah. You can give that a 14. I gave yeah. it 18. Let's see here. Any other even 16s? Um, I'm surprised we don't. I, there has to be a Fast and Furious. Wayne's World is 16. Same thing. 14 for you, 18 for me. Yeah, makes sense. Mean Girls, 16. 14 for wow. you, 18 for me. Wow, that's a cross-section. 16 is where we gave the same scores to. Except for this one. Right, but the other three I meant. I know, yeah. isn't that weird? Like, this is the one time we diverge. <laughs> and I wrote that score down before we started, if you looked. It was in the notes. I just didn't put any uh, and then, notes with it. Uh, Independence Day is a 16. Yeah. Would you rather watch this or Independence Day? Really, neither. I've seen them both so many times. I'd rather watch this. What did I give Independence Day? Let's see. You gave it a 15. I gave it a 17. Okay. Yeah. I'd rather watch this. That makes sense. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. It's like right now, I still don't want to watch a lot of Will Smith shit. Yeah. Because he bitch slaps people. So yeah, there's the 16s. Hey, we do got to do our memorabilia. Okay, let's or do that. Or if you want to do Mammary Melia, you can. Mammary, can I take uh, Caroline's <laughs> breasts and put them in a plaster cast? Is that what you're saying? You want the lock of hair, don't you? That would be cool. 
that would be cool. Although I think what I would want, and and because I'm trying to get something that doesn't align, have all the racism around it or sexism, yep. so I'm not going to get the Rolls Royce. I'm not going to get the Porsche. Those are obviously just cool. the Jake's outfit would be kind of dope. But I think I want the glass coffee table. Okay. And if we could have it with the same stains, that'd be nice too. Right. <laughs> just the glass coffee table. I'm down okay. with that. I've got really two things I think would be cool. Obviously, the panties would be quite a conversation piece. Let's just that that would be that. Good. It is pretty iconic. A little too creepy though. I would actually want the sex test in a frame. That that would be nice. That would be yes. awesome, right? If I could have one other thing, because this is something I feel like I could, I, you actually probably could have stolen from the set pretty easily, is the Polaroid. Oh, of Anthony Michael Hall's half of his. Yeah, kid. yes, I bet you could have, and I'm that surprised it take more than one. That would have been great. You know, they had to take more than one of that. That that seems weird that they didn't. Maybe All they right. were out of film. So that's what we would take. And uh, we'd also like to thank you for listening and remind you that uh, we like you and want to do the movies you suggest. So do that thing we said. I do that thing you do. I want to throw this out there too to the listeners. Um, This is something else that I think uh, we should start doing. Drop us a comment or a review. And um, if you've got anything from the movies we've done, a a different thing that you would think would be awesome as far as memorabilia to have from the movie, let us know. Yeah. Oh, I know what other Anything. people like that. That would be great. And you could send it to uh, Anthony at sodapopcultureclub.com and or Mike. You cannot have the passed out prom queen in bed to violate. That does not count. <laughs> I'm going to have to say that that is, uh, I've, not, I've, I've never been that fortunate. Is that what we're supposed to say? No, you're not supposed to say that ever. Because I think that's how we were supposed to feel You're based on what the movie told me. You're not supposed to say that ever. But that's what the movie made me feel, right? Like, is that what? <laughs> you Don't give me that look. All right, are we done here? We're done now, for sure. <laughs>
people on this planet are just fucking ass.